Today's podcast is brought to you in part by Audible. Get a free audio book download and a 30-day free trial at audibletrial.com forward slash profane argument or click the Audible link on our website, profaneargument.com. Over 180,000 titles to choose from for your iPad, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. Welcome, everyone, to the Profane Argument Podcast for Tuesday, May 2nd, 2017. If you would like to join us, we do broadcast live to YouTube on Tuesdays starting around 9 p.m., uh, and you can message us on Twitter, at ProfaneArg. My name is Ray, and along with me are... I'm Karen. I'm Jared. This is Ian. This week, we will be talking about why it's bad to be an atheist in other countries, rampant climate deniers in Congress in the u.s and democrats maybe fighting back but first uh so we've decided because there's way too much stuff in to cover that we're going to skip the bible questions but uh, i will let you know there's only two <laughs> sessions left and one of them is just yes or no questions so in any case <laughs> stoned but- to death <laughs> <laughs> But I uh, did want to mention that we've been kind of following up on the story. Kentucky Kim, as I like to call her. Yeah. Uh, Kim that, Davis. Kim Davis. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, she is the county clerk who started, well, she got in the news because she refused to sign marriage certificates for homosexual couples. And actually, as it turns out, she didn't. She just stopped signing marriage certificates. I, well, I didn't even realize that. Well, at first it was just gay couples. Then she stopped signing any. When she was told by a judge that she had to sign them, then she stopped signing any. That's right. when she went to jail for five, six days, something like that. Right. So the original suit, lawsuit that was brought up by David Ermold and David Moore, they they sued along with a few other couples. So their lawsuit was dropped when she was released from jail because she was released because uh, they changed the rules so that her signature wasn't required. So they basically worked around and said, well, her signature is not required. You can go ahead and get get married now, uh, and she can go back to work. But they appealed, and they wanted her to pay damages. So just Ugh. today, the appeals court ruled that the case can continue. So they now have, again, an active lawsuit, this time specifically against Kim Davis, for damages and I don't know, don't have any of the details on how much they're suing for or anything, but uh, I did find it interesting that the appellate court was like, okay, yeah, you can sue her. Go ahead. Well, you know that if if they win and she is fined, you know, a million dollars, evangelical left will pony up the money for her because she, she's a county clerk. She doesn't make any money. Evangelical uh, right? Right. What did I say? <laughs> left. The only oh, evangelical so left. <laughs> I was like, where? Who are they? <laughs> Why are we talking about them? <laughs> Oops. And my, I just have to add in that it had never occurred to me, and I find it adorable that they're, they're this couple that's suing them. They're both named. They're, they're both their first names are David. It's David and David. <laughs> I don't know why, but it struck me as well when I was reading it. But <laughs> poor Dave. Is she doing anything more anymore? Or is she just sitting down there and just doing nothing? She's she going back to still obscurity. The- I hope. She is still the county clerk, and she's not up for re-election until next year. She says she is unsure whether she will run again. Is she signing marriage certificates? Um, no. But someone else is signing. Oh, they changed they, the law. 
Yeah, they made it so it's right. Not, so somebody it else is right. Yeah, it doesn't go through is, her office. So is she's anybody thinking about running again, even though she can't perform the basic duties wait, wait, of that wait. office? But well, is she being used in any way? Is is any politicians using her? Is she making any money? Is she getting a book deal? I haven't seen her in the news at all. So maybe Does a she book show deal. up on Fox News or anything like that. That possible. Yeah. <laughs> then leave her alone. In my opinion, now you're just being an asshole. Yeah. You got your marriage license. You know. It, what damages other than having to wait? <laughs> it's this. It's this kind of shit that makes them more pissed off. That's true. That's true. You she won. absolutely, she absolutely spat in the face of federal law and ignores <laughs> every duty of her job. She should get off scot free as long as she's not making too much money. I agree with you. If she <laughs> broke some kind of law, then she did. Fi- did she get? Did she get prosecuted in trouble? She going no, to court for it? No, they made a new one to go around her because they didn't want to hurt her feelings. Yeah. So what? What should be her penalty, Ian? Um, she should definitely not be the clerk there anymore. No, she should have lost think, her job. Do you think if this case goes to court that we're going to hear more of Kim Davis and she's going to be around and then she's probably get a book deal and whatnot? Just let her die. Let her <laughs> die in a fucking corner. <laughs> I'm just saying, there's more important shit. So you had to wait a couple months. I'm sorry, that sucks, but you did get your marriage license and she's you got vindicated and she's a nobody. Now we're going to take her to court again? I'm sorry, I'm not down with that. I understand what you're saying, that she should have some consequences, but her consequences yes! should be to fade away. Her, her consequences should have been that she lost her job, because she, she disobeyed federal a federal judge. She should It should have been more than five days in jail and changing the law. She should have lost her job. And the fact that she didn't is the only reason that I support their action. Well, I guess it would change if I knew what they were suing for. Are they just suing for money? Damages, or they yeah. Want her- yeah, I would imagine, because it's... it's- it only specifies damages. Well, and they incurred costs because they had to hire a lawyer to sue, to bypass her. So it's covering costs that they had because of her. All right. I don't know. I'm still not down with this. Let it go. <laughs> right. Your civil rights were only a little bit trampled on. Be cool. <laughs> yeah. And if the and it, listen, then they should sue the state uh, the state of Kansas for not properly. Uh, I agree. Yeah. But I her, I'm just I saying. I agree with that as you're well. You're just dragging this bitch back into the light. I, I'm kind Hopefully. of torn on this, but uh, because I, I see not. where you're going, I see I see the idea that I'm really tired of hearing about Kim Davis. But at the same time, when you violate the law because of your religion, I I, I don't I don't feel I certainly don't feel sorry for her. I I understand that you just want her out of the news again, right? Yeah. I, mean, I just that. don't want to put more fuel into this fire because now you know what's his name's going to come out of the fucking woodwork, uh, <laughs> Huckabee. Huck, yeah, Huckabee's, Huckabee's going to come reappear. out. They're going to stand outside, hold hands with her, play Survivor. Again! And, you know, someone's going to pay for her lawyer. It's just, you should just let it go, man. Just, there's a better fight out there, I'm telling you. Mm. I okay. see, I see your guy's point, though, too. You know, there should be some consequences, but I think her consequences are is that nobody gives a shit about her anymore. <laughs> but that was her she, life before all this. Going right. back to and normal. And then she got her little bit of fame, and she probably thought that she could turn this into something, and it didn't. Now she can go back to her trailer. With her she may have. Neck. I don't know what sort of Let me lifetime movie she was in, or <laughs> well, that's what I'm saying. If, if again, I th- I'm sure we would have heard of that if there was something like that. But that's what I say. If she was got like a book deal, or she was like a, a talking head on Fox News now, I'd be like fucking sue her ass off. Go for it. <laughs> I, I'm gonna in this argument, I'm gonna go on the side of the Davids and say that probably she was not pleasant to them, knowing her. The little that I know about her in the news, I, I think that if they have, if they think they have a reason to sue, they have every right to, and that's really. I'm not really, saying they don't have a right to sue. Yeah, sure, 
but if if they have if they feel that that they ha- should and they have got a good reason and it's not for money, she doesn't have any money. It can't be for money. It's to make a point. I think I'm behind them. I agree. All right. Yeah. Yeah, and I guess... Get ready for the Kim Davis show. (laughs) I guess not fighting this fight, or fighting this fight doesn't mean you don't get to fight other fights as well. Mm. But there are are only, you know, so many ACLU lawyers to go around. (laughs) Well, I'm just saying, do you believe that the Davids are going to do more fighting after this? Uh, I hope so. Since gay rights are always in jeopardy, I suspect they will. Especially if they win and know that they can win it moving forward. I'm just saying, Fox News has got a lot of openings in their time slots these days. Oh, shit. Not not for women. (laughs) (laughs) And not for her. She's not photogenic. She's not intelligent. (laughs) Well, I I stand by what I said, but I see your point. Mm. So speaking of uh, gay couples having to fight again, uh, moving on to Alabama. By the way, that was Kentucky. I think somebody said Kansas somewhere. I didn't say Kansas. I knew it was a K state. K starts in the middle middle of the country, whatever. (laughs) Moving on to Alabama for a while. The faith-based adoption groups refusing right. gay couples. Mm, yeah. Sure. That has been given final approval. Has it been signed? Oh, good Lord. They signed it. They voted 87 to nothing. 87 to zero. <sighs> so I guess it uh, it actually hasn't been signed by the governor yet. And he hasn't said whether – oh, she hasn't said whether or not she'll sign it. But it is past, you know, Senate. It is past their house. So – it really, at this point, is up to the governor. K-I-V. Wow. But again, this would allow the any faith-based adoption groups to refuse. And it, the, the, the article specifically says refuse gay couples. But it's because of religious beliefs. It's the right to refuse whoever you don't think follows your belief system. Right. Prejudice cloaked in religion. I like that. So just one more step closer to being a law. Yeah. It allows for parents who are, or, you know, parents who are unmarried, divorced, Muslim, LGBT, or even Christian. <laughs> so you yeah. can, if you <laughs> like they're a, not Christian enough. <laughs> well, if you had a, a, a Jewish adoption agency that didn't want to place children with Christians, that would be that would be legal now. Oh, okay. It'd be smart too. We obviously all disagree with this law, so I don't know because I got kicked out of Google because I think quite half oh, no. the story. <laughs> But that, that got passed, they can discriminate. That's what it was? Yes. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, that sucks. So now I guess maybe I'm still stinging from our, our last topic, but does this does this make the cut? <laughs> is this something – are we allowed to care about this or is this a meh, let it go under the rug? Are you asking – are you directing it to me since you were the, it, I was the you, only one who disagreed with you? Absolutely, specifically, yes. First I want to know Ian, where your I line is. I got it wrong. When I state an opinion, I don't state it because I think you should agree with me. <laughs> All right, I state it because that is my opinion. So I know how so you want to feel about this, and then I'll tell you how I feel. All right. Well, I, I just want to know where the line is. Like, is this is this uh something? First that, of all, I don't sh- think these two things are related in any way. Okay. So, were you against the Kim Davis thing specifically because you didn't want to get her back in the news? I don't want her back in the news. She's not profiting from this in any way. That's why I was against it. Like I said, if she was had a book deal, it showed up on TV, whatever was profiting, I'd say sewer. I think I've already stated on this on this adoption thing that I was that I thought it was a bad idea, and the third or fourth time we talked about it. So yeah, it's so a, there's the line, yeah. Ian. <laughs> I don't know what you want from me to agree with you. <laughs> no, I just don't understand. I, I'm not. I'm not able to to come to terms with with your point on the Kim Davis story. Okay. So did I not fully explain it properly or you just don't agree with me? Both. Maybe I don't. Maybe I'm not. I can't understand why I don't agree with you. Like, 
I mean, there was, there was a, a, yeah, it must be the other thing. Cause I mean, there was a clear crime there and you're like, man, well, they were just mildly inconvenienced. So whatever. So I now, mean, just, yeah, I mean, I don't know if I necessarily put it that callously, but yeah, I'm you just, said, I'm just saying, well, you guys just could, had to if, wait a little longer. So just let it go. Whatever. Yeah. Fuck your right. civil rights. To, no, Ian, they fought and they got what they wanted in the they, end. They, and now, it, now they're, they're dragging it back up. They're dragging her back out for what? To prevent other Kim Davises. Oh, mm. we'll never see that happen again. And then if that's the case, then they just, then what they should be doing, if, if like I said, they should be suing Kentucky or the township or whoever for not properly punishing her. I agree. I agree with that as well. I'm okay with that. I think the the uh, the argument that it prevents other people from doing the same thing actually has a little bit a little bit of validity because I'm pretty sure if we actually you know looked around this country there there are probably other county clerks that are doing the same thing. It's just that the people that they're doing it to don't have the means or the energy or the gumption to do anything about it. They'll just go to a I, different county and exactly work around it. I mean, I guess that's possible, but I had a point and I forgot what it was. <laughs> I was thinking about it while you were saying that. Sure. I just, I listen. Like I said, I just, I don't know. If you don't, oh, here's what the point. If you don't think if they, if this goes to court or this is going to court and this happens and something happens and whatever they win, that the full force of the Republican Party isn't going to come behind her mm. on this shit and, and you know what I'm saying? Like this is just going to rally more people to her side. Just let her die. Let her mm. go away. Well, I think the, the the tide of public opinion has turned though on gay marriage. I so. No, I agree it has, but yeah. in the right now in the state that we're in, like these people are looking for any ammunition, mm. anything. And I just feel that there's more important things than the two or three months that you were inconvenienced. I know it sucks and she was clearly wrong. Sue the state. Well, it wasn't just the time. They also had to spend money on lawyers and Right. You know, okay, that. yeah. I mean, then sue the state. Right. Or I don't know. I listen, man, that's how I feel. I if it were me, I wouldn't do it. Sure. So, sue the county clerk's office. Yeah. So I want to I mean, move. Just, I want to move on to Alabama. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, someone wouldn't let this go. Yeah. So I, I, yeah, well, it's an interesting conversation, though. So yeah, yeah, absolutely. This, so this guy, he was the chief justice in Alabama until uh, last year. He led a judicial revolt against same-sex marriage. He now has. So he was removed as chief justice. He was asked to step down. He now has announced that uh, he is planning on running for Alabama Senate. Of course uh, he is. And uh, he says his, his position has always been God first, family, then country. Uh, I, know, <sighs> I know I share the vision of, of the President Trump to make America great again. And before we make America great again, we have to make America good again. Uh, the what Southern is- Poverty Law Center has dubbed him the Ayatollah of Alabama. <laughs> mm. Uh, so he is going to try and run to fill the position held by Jeff Sessions. Ugh. He will probably win. Probably. <laughs> exactly. Likely. Uh, apparently there are several Republicans throwing the hat in the ring, though, so we'll see. But uh, he's got, uh, you know, I mean, he's got some media clout already, and we know that that goes a long way. Sure. I, yeah, we're talking Alabama, so there's a good chance that he will get elected, which is unfortunate. Yeah. I mean, if he's a suspended judge, though, he should not be allowed to run. I mean, I, he, he revolted against the Supreme Court of the United States. Yeah. That's pretty bad. Yeah, that's how he got into the news. Yeah. And that's how he made his name famous. So obviously that's going to win him a Senate seat now. Yeah. Oh, he'll win. He's in. Mm, it's likely. <laughs> it's, since it's Alabama. Yeah. 
And uh, he also, as Chief Justice in 2003, refused to obey a federal court order to remove the Ten Commandments monument uh, from uh, Alabama's judicial building. Has a history of not following his superior's orders. How do you do that? Was he removed from his seat at that time as well? No, he was removed. He was also removed as Chief Justice in 2003 after he repeatedly refused to obey a federal court order to remove Ten Commandments monument. Oh, then how did he get back in as Chief Justice? (laughs) Well, some Republican (laughs) put him back. Unbelievable. It's a dizzyingly corrupt system. Yeah. Yeah. It's a dizzyingly bipartisan system. Not bipartisan, partisan system. Yes. And hypocritical because if any Democrat pulled this shit, oh my God, we'd never hear the end of it. And you know this guy is just, you know, one titillating news article away from, you know, soliciting gay prostitution from a minor. (laughs) (laughs) You're telling me he's foot tapping at the airport bathroom? he is. It, Way foot tapping. Yeah. It, <laughs> it is astonishing that the high percentage of people that walk and talk like this duck are deviant, true deviant. I'm curious, mm-hmm. though, because most of the people who – I mean, it's always the story that the guy who's the most anti-gay mm. is the one who gets who gets found out to, you know, be soliciting gay sex for minors. I, I don't know I don't know what the logic is behind that or the psychology, but, man, it seems to be the case. Well, it's it's – You've been brought up in a religion that tells you that your, what your natural, na- your natural proclivity is, is evil and wrong. So you hate yourself. Therefore, you hate everybody who is actually like you until you just, you know, can't cover Take anymore. it anymore. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's self-hatred brought on by religion. Mm. And you hate those involved in it as well. Right. Because they except tempt for the you. Ones that, yeah, except for the ones that you meet. Right. <laughs> Probably propagated by the lack of good education in Alabama. There's a, another article. It's on al.com, alabama.com. It's a guest voice. Amanda Glaze, she's a PhD from the University of Alabama. She has uh, written an article. It's, it's basically just a, a, you know, a talking point, but she references uh, House Joint Resolution 78, which has already passed the Alabama House and is headed to their Senate, that basically uh, it, it's... It's a resolution that urges the administrators, education administrators, to refrain from prohibiting teachers from presenting the scientific strengths and weaknesses of evolution and climate change and everything else. Global warming. Human cloning is actually (laughs) mentioned in it. Mm -hmm. uh, And the chemical origins of life. I think it's odd that in the resolution it, it has these things listed, and so does she, because those things aren't even in their textbooks. Like, that's not even the curriculum whatsoever. Yeah, human cloning. Since when is that in, in high school <laughs> curriculum? Yeah, exactly. It's not. <laughs> Would have been awesome if it was, though, when yeah. I was in high school. <laughs> uh, the, the chemical origins of life, also not in high school textbooks. But, uh, but sure it is means, in this resolution. Well, maybe they're planning ahead. <laughs> yeah. yeah, they don't want to risk any of these AP yeah. science kids learning anything. <laughs> but I thought it was a good read. I mean, it, it shows you how political influence can, can I mean, really just corrupt the entire state's education system. Sure. That's Ooh, seeing it at a federal level. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Stupid nutritious meals. <laughs> <laughs> Moving over, uh, th- this got me because Massachusetts is, uh, from what I understood, a less religious state being in the northeast but how did you pronounce this holyoke 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 massachusetts the city council they have a tradition of doing the uh, pledge of allegiance followed by a certain phrase and the phrase is god bless america god bless the city of holyoke and all its citizens and god bless the city council 
they now have one of the count the council president kevin jordain says that he wants that to be written in as part of the uh, meeting it's not good enough that we just say it every time he wants <laughs> it as part of the written agenda every time Holyoke, Massachusetts must be out in the country somewhere. Now, Massachusetts is not very big, but there's a lot of me- of uh, woods there, I think, once you get away from the coast. So it's got to be from a small town. I have no idea where Holyoke is. Never heard of it before this article. Is, is, anybody, is somebody fighting him? Is that why this is an article? Yeah, or? yeah. So some people came in and uh, were arguing against it. And his statement was, let's be crystal clear. I'm getting tired of this. The public says, quote unquote, because of five people show up at, at the microphone. The rest of my constituents are out there every day busting their humps working. He, he well, and he says, Ma and Pa Kettle working all day, or they're 80, 80 years old and they don't want to come here at night. So he's basically saying atheists are irrelevant because they're unemployed. Like his constituents are hardworking, and these five atheists who come in here, they don't represent his constituents just because they made time to get here. They obviously they're here because they're unemployed. So Holyoke, Massachusetts is in western Massachusetts. It's a town of about 40,000 people. So a small town, moderate-sized town, founded in 1745. Wow. Yeah, but that whole state's really hot and cold on its issues. So let's yeah. let's not go, you know, crazy on Holyoke. I mean, it's called Holyoke. So <laughs> right there is the giveaway. But I mean, like, you know, they, they definitely were the first state. Were they the first state to, to greenlight gay marriage or allow like- civil unions for Homosexual couples? I would believe that- you if you if you told me that, but I am not sure of that in any way. <laughs> I am pretty I am pretty confident that they were. Okay, but mm-hmm. at, you know, at the same time, uh, man, Boston is really racist. <laughs> really racist. I mean, it's 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 dizzying how how much uh, how much hatred they have for the African American community over there in Boston. It's mm-hmm. it's uh, it's colorful. <laughs> it's a colorful state. They they're definitely uh. So, uh, yeah, this isn't that shocking. But again, you're right. It's just the guy just it's just disrespectful. Like you're already getting your way. Mm. Now you need it in print that you're getting your way. And then when you reach any sort of opposition, you just dismiss them as (laughs) though they don't count. They're irrelevant. Yeah. The people the people not making time to make their voices heard. Those are the voices that I really am listening to. (laughs) (laughs) You people that are standing up and speaking on behalf of what you believe, no. <laughs> Go get jobs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, It's anything to be a dick. It really we're just, is. We're just going to rub a little bit more salt into this, this. For no reason. Nobody nobody was arguing with them about it. Nope. <laughs> no. Everything was no. fine. Because it wasn't written down, it wasn't official. And people just said it individually. Oh, fine, whatever. But yeah. You, Trump, you, Trump's emboldened everybody. He has. You're right. He's a jerk. And if you That's don't a let huge me, problem. if you don't let me force you to say the words that I want you to say, you're persecuting me and my yeah. religion. Uh, so the rules committee, which is a five-person committee, voted three to two to submit recommendation to have a vote of the entire fifteen-member council. Man, that sounds like a lot of work for this stupid thing. <laughs> uh, so the vote may be going on as we speak. It was supposed Ooh. to be held on May second. We'll see if we can get an update by the end of the show. Not not that I care. It's just ridiculous. And the fact it was in Massachusetts, I mean, Alabama, I understand, but <laughs> in any case. So I thought this was interesting, too. Back to uh, our home state, Pennsylvania. Town leaders have uh, voted against a new slogan advertising how great it is to worship in their community. Uh, the community of White Marsh, which... 
again, I have no idea where this is, but it's in Pennsylvania. Uh, <laughs> they had a big debate and they had a guy, the guy pushing this was going house to house with signs that he wanted to put up in people's yards and he wanted to change the township slogan. The slogan yeah. used to be, and actually still is, White Marsh, a great place to live and work. And he just okay. he just wanted to add, and worship. <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> it was it's bland, like, but fine. This is a very similar story. <laughs> yeah. To uh to the Massachusetts story. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Why? Yeah, again, oh, it's just so infuriating. Yeah, yeah, yeah it, will, it, it was to gain nothing, really. I mean, at least it didn't say, and, you know, uh, give glory to God. That's what it basically did. I mean, who are you worshiping? I mean, right. <laughs> well, you could worship Satan. <laughs> that would be awesome if Satan's a search show and be like, we heard this is a great place to worship <laughs> everlasting evil. <laughs> You can worship Thor. You can worship Lady Gaga if you want. Well, many people do. <laughs> what about that town makes it great to worship there, though? Like, what? what's the reasoning behind that? I don't really know because it's home to a Jewish synagogue, many Christian churches. I don't know. I don't know Does, what makes it. I think it's another diversity. <laughs> I think he just wanted uh, he just wanted to throw religion in people's faces again. That's sure. all I got. I mean, if I'm wrong, I, I just don't know what else it would be. Sounds like that's the answer to me. <laughs> yeah, again, I've got to just assume that they they view these things as as stepping stones. Because if we can get this in, then why not? Then why not the next level? Why not make this uh, a great place to be a Christian? Right. As soon as you get your foot, you in the guys, door. you guys were cool. With, you guys were cool with worship. This is just one tiny step further. That's what I meant when I said worship. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just make it the official town slogan. It's no big deal. I think uh, they should make improve it. <laughs> You have to prove that it's the great place to worship. Like, are your church ex- church is exceptional or something? Or does God listen better in this <laughs> latitude and longitude on the planet? Oh, no. I have bad news about Holyoke. <laughs> Did they vote? It passed. Yeah. 31 minutes ago, somebody wrote an article in Massachusetts Live saying God bless was officially added to the Holyoke City Council rules. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> go, go, ACLU. I hope so. Yeah. So wow. in th- in this case in Pennsylvania, though, uh, the chairwoman, Amy Grossman, uh, said that the board has taken action and has affirmed that the slogan in White Marsh will remain the same. They voted four to one. Yeah. So the only opposition was uh, Jim Totten. Uh, so their five-person council voted that uh, they were not going to add end worship to their – so one win, one loss. Yeah. You know, for every time that somebody does this, there should be an equal and opposite proposal. <laughs> So, for instance, if someone tried to do this in Milford, you know, it's a great place to worship. I'd be like, no, I'm submitting. It's a pr- great place for religious people to go fuck off. <laughs> How does that strike you? <laughs> and I, since you don't need to prove your your line, I don't need to prove mine. right? Well, why can't we just instead of fuck off? <laughs> why don't we make yeah. it live, work and reason? Or yeah. I, I don't know. That's the best I could come up with, actually, real quick. <laughs> right. Milford, Pennsylvania. <laughs> a great place to loiter is at the Dunkin' Donuts. <laughs> like, I'd be okay with that slogan. I would come to Milford. Probably the same amount that I do now, but... <laughs> <laughs> but loiter specifically at the Dunkin' Donuts, yeah. More well, you so. will stop at the Dunkin' Donuts every time you come, though, <laughs> to see if there's anybody loitering. <laughs> oh, there will be. There will be. And uh, just for Ray's education and peace of mind... Uh, White Marsh is over by Philly near uh, Plymouth Meeting. Okay. Uh-huh. 
All right, that's all I have for state news. Nash, uh, international news? International <laughs> news. I wanted to hit a couple oh, yeah. things over in Pakistan because they're really boistering their the, the blasphemy laws. So blasphemy laws in Pakistan, as you can imagine, are pretty strict. And the, the history of them I thought was interesting. I was reading through this article. Yeah, go ahead. Well, the history of the article was to get the Hindus and the uh, somebody else to not argue and then to, to behave themselves. It had nothing to do with Muslims <laughs> originally in Pakistan. Hmm. Hindus and the Christians to get them to um, not stomp on each other. Hmm. Well, that's not the case now. Yeah. So there are currently in Pakistan, uh, as of today, 19 people are on death row for blasphemy. So the punishment for blasphemy is death. Ow. And a lot of people who are accused of blasphemy don't even make it to prison. The mobs go out of their way to lynch people, to stone people, to do whatever they can before uh, before people are even arrested. So it, it strikes me that, you know, our, our Bible questions, we make a, a joke about um, the number of the answers that were, it's, it's a stoning, when that's happening today in, in Pakistan and other countries. Yeah. yeah. I just saw a video the other day. Oh, my God. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, we were talking about, you know, things in the Bible, and they're talking about things that are happening in their neighborhoods. That's horrific. Yeah. So in 1947 was when Pakistan became an independent country. In 86, nearly 40 years later, the Islamist general, uh, who uh, then became president, made it a capital offense for anyone who insult, uh, insulted Muhammad. That's crazy. And could- uh, since then... Things that have happened include like there's there's this one guy who was um he was murdered because he supposedly he never even went to court. He insulted Muhammad. He was killed and his killer was then arrested, went to prison, was found guilty of murder, and was executed. Mm. And <laughs> the Thousands upon thousands of people who came to his funeral to, in protest of the fact that he was executed just because he killed a blasphemer. Hmm. So there was an outcry against the capital execution of a murderer because he was justified because he killed someone who had blasphemed. Um, that tells you a lot about the the mindset. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I was going to say, dude, I don't know what you're talking about. Islam is the religion of peace. <laughs> <laughs> You have nothing to worry about. The, the 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 people who are speaking out and the activists in countries like Pakistan and Saudi Arabia are so much better people than I am. Mm-hmm. It blows my mind. Like, if I thought that my life was in any amount of peril for speaking out or doing a show like this, you better believe I would buckle instantly. <laughs> I would tell everybody I saw Alu Akbar. I would start wearing a cross. I would do. I am a full fledged coward when my <laughs> when my life is on the line. So all these people who you know do what you know I believe I do over here, but are actually you know taking a chance and and their life is in jeopardy. I I am. I don't want to say I'm envious of them. That sounds terrible, but. <laughs> Uh, I am envious of their courage and their conviction. Mm, that's a good. And on the other side of the spectrum, mm. Ian, you have people who will defend their right to do that because it's their religious beliefs, and you're a bigot for saying that they're awful people. They are awful people, and you are correct. <laughs> that is bizarre. <laughs> Liberals in this country will tell you yeah. that you're a bigot. Oh, all the time. Oh, my God. I to am hell with the woman hor- who gets stoned. A, a or- horrible Islamophobe. How dare I think anything negative about their religion? 
It. I told you. It's the. It's a. It's the religion of peace. Mm. It's They're only truly, the ex- only oh, the extremists do that. This is truly a world filled with fucking idiots. <laughs> Just it really is. Like there is maybe, and I may be overestimating with a five percent people who seem to get their sh- understand what's really going on. The rest of the planet, in different ways and different forms. Are all fucking nuts. Could any three of you imagine wanting to kill somebody for just something they said? Yeah. <laughs> no. Or or something they believe. They didn't even do anything. They just believed it. Well, yeah, there's a whole uh, yeah. country where they're defending a guy. I mean, that is that's crazy. It is. It's it's truly mind blowing. And I, and you're right. I think I think about that a lot on all levels. Like today, I was watching cable news with my parents, and I was like. You know what people don't understand is they hear, you know, oh, congressman so-and-so did this or congress so-and-so and so is doing that. And they think, oh, well, he's a congressman. He's, he's someone important. Yeah. I'm like, congressmen are not special. No. They are dummies. There's no qualifications other than either being rich or being the child of a former congressman to make yourself a congressman. That's it. Yeah. Or spouse. Right, or spouse, something like that. And I, I, you know, I think, I think, you know, specifically to here in, in Pennsylvania, that, uh, fucking, what was, uh, the guy, who's the guy who built I-99? Schuster? Schuster. And his kid is still in Congress. For whatever reason, milking his dad's. And speaking of milking his dad's fame, that useless lump Casey? Mm. Yeah. God, I'm usually very pro-democratic. That guy does nothing. No. That guy has never proposed a bill. He has never sponsored anything. He brings nothing to the table other than his dad was the governor of Pennsylvania 30 years ago. Yeah, he's just skating for a salary he and health insurance. He is useless. Yeah. And there are, there's so many like that. And they're just, God darn it. <laughs> You're telling me Pat Toomey's not a smart man? <laughs> Pat Toomey is a relatively smart man. He just sees these dollar signs flashing in front of his eyes every day. And he will sell out every member of his constituency to see more of those dollar signs. I think he, he he has made the decision at this point that he is not going to win in six years and damn the torpedoes full steam ahead. I do what I want. <laughs> <laughs> not going to win in six years. <laughs> Poor Karen. <laughs> uh, I, I think he's made the, the, the dollar sign calculation that it doesn't matter if he wins or loses. He's sure, okay he's, with losing. Right. <laughs> he is on a gravy train with biscuit wheels. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I've never heard that and I like it. Really? Yeah. I totally stole it from Kingpin. Oh, okay. <laughs> Bill Murray specifically. I should watch that someday. Yeah, that's pretty good. <laughs> so a few more things on the blasphemy laws. I wanted to point this one out because uh, this is, again, in Pakistan. In 2010, there was a doctor that was arrested because he threw out a business card. The guys, the guy who gave him the business card, his first name was Muhammad, and we know how rare that is in, in that culture. <laughs> So Wait he, a second. He threw out a business card of a man whose name was Muhammad. He was Not arrested. Not the actual Muhammad. Right. His na- he was named after Muhammad. Uh, he th- no, it was not actually Muhammad the Prophet's business card. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, it could have been one of those, you know, Jesus business card kind of things. No, it was his was- business card. He just happened to be named Muhammad. <laughs> Doctor okay. threw out the business card, arrested for blasphemy. But that's not that's that is bizarre. Yeah. Isn't Muhammad like the most common name in the world? Yes. Yes, it is. Wow. Yeah. Amazing. I don't I don't understand that. I mean, you have to like enshrine all the business cards of everyone you know named Muhammad. <laughs> if their names are Muhammad, that's crazy. Yeah, it really is. 
Uh, and apparently blasphemy is being called anytime. So there are Christians in Pakistan, and there, like we said before, there are a lot of different religions in Pakistan. Uh, it is Muslim majority, mm. but uh, apparently the blasphemy rules are getting called into play anytime you have a disagreement with someone. Well, yeah, being falsely accused of blasphemy, blasphemy is, is just, there's no defense for that. Right. <laughs> you have to go and apparently recite verses from the Quran in order to get away with that. So if you even get to that before the mob gets to right. it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Before there's a stoning. It's crazy. This And this is a religion similar enough to Christianity. There are Abrahamic religions, and this is what people believe in. Mm-hmm. And if you if you don't think that the crazy Christian right, not left, the right, um, <laughs> wouldn't get to this point if given free reign, you're lying to yourself. Exactly. Do you ever secretly hope that there's actually a God? Mm-hmm. And that one day he does come to Earth and he's like, what the? By the way, all you people who have killed in my name <laughs> mm. and done awful shit or tried to get rich, you're all going to burn eternally. All you atheists who tried to be kind to people, whether or not you believed in me, yeah, you're going to, to this higher plane. Yeah. But, I, like, kind of. If he comes, if, if, if the God comes down and says, the fact that any of you thought the rules that you guys made up mm. were the rules that I had in place. <laughs> The fact that any of you were so vain that you thought you had something in common with an eternal being that has created the universe and has existed through all time, <laughs> I'm just going to wipe you out now and save you the trouble. That'd be awesome. That'd be yeah. the only <laughs> instance where I would want a god to exist. I'll, I'll, settle for, I'll settle for aliens that come in and just make righteous judgment. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't know. That scares me. I don't like that. <laughs> I know. I'm okay with that. I, I, I think I'll take a... Uh, an alien, uh, alien overlords over uh, a robot apocalypse, <laughs> or a religious war. <laughs> Only if they make the smartest of us breed. <laughs> <laughs> oh wait, no. Some of us who are mid-level intelligence breed. The <laughs> uh, last thing I have to say about Pakistan is one of the leading political parties in Pakistan is I'm not even going to try and pronounce it. I've, I've thought about it several times, but it's the PTI. They have stated that their party severely condemns the false propaganda against uh, the well, any changes to blasphemy laws. Uh, they are highly into the blasphemy laws, and they strictly believe that a blasphemer of the prophet deserves the death penalty. Wow. So that is a leading political party there. Enlightened. Yeah. <laughs> and like Aaron said, uh, this is part of the reason that I want to fight against Christianity, because I know for a fact that if there are a lot of Christians, if they could push their views onto other people, they would. Yeah, absolutely. In a heartbeat. There are many that wouldn't, but there are plenty that would. Yeah. I mean, there are a lot of there are a lot of very moral Christians, but yeah. there are a lot that aren't as well. And as it turns out, if you don't have morals, you tend to be in charge of things more. Yeah. Yes. How does that happen? Because you don't have morals. You, you don't care lazy? if you step on people on your way up. Yeah, maybe that's what it is. That's my theory. <laughs> mm-hmm. Reasonable. Solid. Sounds solid to me. <laughs> the, uh, the last thing I have in international news, Saudi Arabia has condemned another person to death for uh, atheism. Mm. There was an initially arrested in 2014, charged with atheism and blasphemy which are both punishable, punishable by death. It's, it's very similar to the, in 2013, the year before that, Rafe Badawi, I don't know if you guys remember him. He was sentenced to likely. 10 years and a thousand lashes, a uh, hundred <laughs> lashes per year. Yeah, that's a lot of lashes. Yeah. 
Uh, and that was because he had for being a, an atheist. He had a blog in which he yeah, oh, that's right, yeah, he questioned religion. Now, yeah. the, you know, a thousand lashes, ten years in prison. The if they'd have put him to death, that would have been a message to other atheists in Saudi Arabia. But putting him in prison for ten years and giving him a hundred lashes every year for ten years is an entirely different message. Yeah, that I mean, really it, is. Yeah, because <laughs> ten, you know, fifty lashes. Um, they had to stop after 50 because he was going to bleed to death if they didn't. This was not – this is not welts on your back. This was open wounds, and they were going to do this, you know, 10 times for the next 10 years. Hey, it's just their way. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's just their way. <laughs> Don't question it. <laughs> so we'll lighten it up a bit. Just a bit. Yeah. Please. Oh, please. <laughs> <laughs> on thinkprogress.org, they have an article about the climate deniers in Washington. And uh, as it turns out, there are 180 members of Congress – who deny the science behind climate change. And of those 180 members, they have received more than $82 million from the uh, fossil fuel industries. Yeah. No connection, though, right? No. (laughs) How could there be? Oh, wait, it's a direct connection. Uh, So they actually have a map up on that site, and you can click on individual states and see that, uh, for instance, eight out of the 20 Pennsylvania members of Congress are climate deniers, and they have collected $4.5 million from the fossil fuel industry. So you can click on your own state or any other state and uh, see how that state ranks. Wow. I saw a, another story about this. Um, it wasn't necessarily about the Pennsylvania one, but just some of the amount of money that these people get. And sometimes it's as low as like 2500 bucks. Yeah. Right. I mean, some of them get a lot more, obviously, the more popular ones. But to be bought off for that, it should be like, yeah, I need that 2500 yeah, it, to get reelected. It's amazing. So- like, I mean, really? You you decided that you're going to sell out your fellow man, all your fellow men, for $2,500? I guess maybe in the hopes that, like, next year they'll give you more if you really, if you really deny it, if your heart's in it. <laughs> I was wondering that myself because I was looking at the breakdown of how much senators received in campaign contributions for that bill that they passed for being able to sell our our private internet internet information. Mm. And I was wondering that, too, because I saw, you know, like the Mitch McConnells of the world, you know, getting, you know, a mil, a mil and a half. And, uh, you know, there were some people that were getting like $3,000. I'm like, you're such a little bitch. Like, shame on you. Like, that is the, like, your, your price is so low. Like, you're well, such a, nobodies. what a bottom not, feeder. They're nobodies. They know that these guys have no pull. I mean, I'm always curious how these people in the House of Representatives get to any popularity. From what I understand, you have to spend the majority of your time trying to get reelected. Right. Yeah. You know, how do you make a na- – I guess you get it on some committee or something. I guess. I don't know. And again, that it, you are, it's true what you're saying, but if you're a senator, you get a vote. You get the same number of votes that, you know, Rand Paul yeah, gets. But <laughs> your voice carries more weight in certain situations, I guess. That's true, I guess. Well, I think – and you build, you know, reliability – what is it? What is it? Uh, you, you build the fact that you know, you you are purchasable. So you know, this year is twenty five hundred. Oh, next <laughs> I can year be bought. I can be bought <laughs> next year. But next year it's five thousand. Year after that it's ten thousand. Year after that it's hundred thousand. That's probably Reputation. it. And the really scary part about it is, is that you can't like these all these fuckers who are bought up. They know climate change is real. 
They know it. There's probably a few idiots. There's a couple of idiots, I'm sure. Uh, yeah, okay, I'm sure there's a couple morons here and there, but yeah. I would say the majority of yeah. them are. Believe it. Yep. So there's no convincing them unless you get it from a, a money angle. There has to be some rich solar companies or wind companies out there willing to buy them off. <laughs> Elon Musk, we need you. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you got to play the game the same way. You can't sit there and make videos on fucking YouTube saying, here's the proof. They don't give a shit. They know the proof. They want the money. Right. Give them the money. <laughs> so who was it that said that uh, Pat Toomey had dollar signs in his eyes? All of us. <laughs> I don't remember who initially said it, but uh, hey, Senator Pat Toomey, <laughs> $1.2 million he has received... Ah. So he's made the right he's, connections. He's a climate denier? Yes. Oh, yeah. Oh, you had to ask. <laughs> I wasn't sure. I only hear about all this other scumbaggery. <laughs> Our local representative, Glenn Thompson, $487,000. So wow. nearly a half a million. So he's not being bought off for no 2500 <laughs> uh, And I found this in Bill Schuster. Yes! $923,000. Nearly a million. Nearly as much as Toomey. Wow. Yeah. How I, does he vote? Oh, he's he. This is on the climate denier list. Huh, Schuster? Yeah. I think he's a Democrat. Bill Schuster? Oh no. Okay, I'm thinking Casey. Sorry, wrong one. Okay. Yep. I'm on board now. Uh, and I don't know. <laughs> I don't know who's your local representative, so I can't really. Uh, but Scott Perry, uh, Lou Barletta, Keith Rothfuss, Charles yeah, Dent, Barletta. and uh, <laughs> Tim Murphy are the others who are on this list. Oh, I'm in. I'm in the same district as you guys. Don't you know that? Oh, really? No. Take, yeah, we figured yeah, this take, out one Thanks night. to gerrymandering. <laughs> yeah, it goes <laughs> from around Milford, up north, across the state, and then back down south to where you guys are. And then there's a big chunk <laughs> in the middle that's not the district. It's ridiculous. What? But yeah, we have this. We have the same representative. I think. I think Jared and I might might be. I don't know about you guys though. You you might be outside of the. Yeah, we are. We're just outside of it. You are correct though. Oh man, I had no idea that the two of you were in the same district. Yeah. yeah, that's crazy. That right? is insane. And you're, how long of a drive is it here, Milford to Milford for three me? hours? That's nuts. And you have yeah. to cross through two other districts to get there. Ah, <laughs> 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 oh, I had no idea, but yeah, we're just outside of your district. So wow. I mean, I knew it was crazy, but all right. In any case, thinkprogress.org. I'll put a link on the webpage. It's uh, it's kind of interesting to look and see how much money your congressman has taken from the fossil fuel people. <laughs> and you really, you should know that. Yeah. Yeah, you should. Yeah. You should actually you should know where all their funds come from, all their major donors are. You should know who they're beholden to. Or write it down now before Trump makes it illegal to look at that kind of shit. <laughs> yeah, before he hides all that information. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, and I again I was doing some research while while you were talking because I was, you know, looking into Jared's theory about, you know, are they really dummies or mm -hmm. are they really that corrupt? Yeah, Pat Toomey graduated from LaSalle and Harvard. With two separate degrees, and he has no idea that that climate change is real. Bullshit. I absolutely buy that. <laughs> what, what a jerk! Th thus saying, we need rich wind and power, or yeah. wind and uh, <laughs> solar. Solar, yeah. man. Can it please be Solyndra just to you know drive the knife in a little further? <laughs> I don't care as long as they can see that thing is. I don't know if they can come up with the same money as no. the oil industry. Well, because we you know got to get rid of that domestic spending. We don't want to change our infrastructure. We want to stick with what we have now. <laughs> pollution, pollution. Yeah. Oh, I'm so angry most of the time. <laughs> So the Democrats are starting to fight back. I wanted to, to mention this because uh, I, I like this woman. Senator Patty Murray from Washington. She is introduce, reintroducing a bill to uh, ban conversion therapy nationwide. Ah, 
Good. Her and Cory Booker are the ones uh, bringing it up. It seems like it might have a little bit of ground, like it might actually come to a vote. Um, well, at least according to this article. So, in any case, I basically just want to bring it up and give her a shout out. It looks like uh, it looks like their Democrats are starting to, you know, fight back a little bit. They don't have the numbers at the moment, though. True, but if you can convince a couple Republicans to fight with you, mm. I, I, the Republicans are getting so. So, divided? Yeah, so divided there's, themselves. There's like three Republican parties right, right now. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, look at what – they can't – they haven't got shit done and they have every branch of government. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so who are the three branches? So we've got the um, the Tea Partiers, crazy pants people. Yeah, the really big conservative far the free, right. Well, they're the Freedom Caucus now. Sure. They're not the Tea Party anymore. Right. Freedom Caucus, which is just – So it's such a lame name. Yeah. So you've got the, the your classic moderate Republican small government – well, except for the military. So your McCain's and his Yeah, you and your your Lindsey Graham's, your McCain's. Your Paul Ryan. Okay. Now Paul Ryan is totally on the Trump ship now. Sadly. He is is on, he or he is, is he just trying to make nice and get things He is on out. the sinking ship Trump, I think 100%. <laughs> Listening to him talk today, like I was always not about him, but man, he is such a downer listening to him just talk about again like I've been grousing that he is he was saying oh what a great what a great budget trump has put forward he's tired of this parody where we have to match domestic spending with military spending because our military is in dire straits we're having such terrible readiness issues all of our planes are obsolete if they were cars in virginia they could get antique license plates <laughs> And this, we just, all this money we just waste on domestic spending. Ugh, domestic spending. These I programs would... for children and education and ugh. Yeah. Just listening to, to Ryan talk today, everything, his, the, the claims they're making about, they're like, well, what about healthcare? It doesn't look like it's going to pass. You don't seem to have the numbers. Well, we're very positive. He's like, well, if you're that positive, why isn't there a vote, you know, being held? He's like, well, you know, and they're like, in this new bill, Trump keeps insisting that there are protections for pre-existing conditions when, in fact, there are no – he's like, oh, yeah, there's multiple layers of, of protections for pre-existing conditions. There's just an option for the states to not cover them if they don't want to. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and there's an option for the insurance companies to charge you a lot more if you do have a pre-existing condition. So that's protection. <laughs> You can still get coverage. Oh, my gosh. They just go up here and they just lie on national television and it's all just unchecked. <laughs> oh, cable news. You're killing me. Or even when it is checked, it's checked and then disregarded. It's too late. Yeah. It doesn't yeah, matter. It's too late. It's out there floating around. It's 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 just disappointing. So, yeah, I think I think there are three separate Republican parties that are forming, but he is definitely – he is definitely on on the White House side of things. Yeah, it seems certainly seems to be. I would be very curious to find out who donates the majority of their money to Paul Ryan. And the reason I ask is, have you guys heard about the Mercer family? Oh, that sounds Mercer's. really familiar. I, have I haven't. They are big time donors to the Republican Party. They're the ones who got Ted Cruz in line after he did that thing at the convention where he's like, "Vote your conscience." Ooh. He tried to go to an after party and they just shut the door on him after that. I'm curious if the Mercers donate to Paul Ryan because remember Paul Ryan was very much on the fence for a long time on Trump. Right. And I I just can't like he has an opportunity, much like plenty of them to be the guy to step up and make a new Republican party that's kind of respectable. Yeah. And the fact that he's not might be the Mercers be like, "You're not getting shit from us." Yeah. 
Absolutely. I fully agree. Every time one of them tries to step out of line, the money speaks up and says, you get back in line or you get nothing. And they all fall. They all buckle. Yeah, Renaissance Technologies. That's the the Mercer, the big Mercer company. Oh, really? Yeah. So apparently the IRS is attempting to, uh, when I just looked him up, the big news article that came up, the IRS is trying to uh, collect $7 billion from uh, Robert Mercer. Hmm. Wow. (laughs) Billion? Billion. That's a lot of money. In in back taxes. $7 billion (laughs) in back taxes. Wonder how much money he's made that he would (laughs) owe $7 billion. Yeah, I mean, to Jared's point, which I believe is 100% correct, it, it bums me out. Like, it, it just definitely reinforces the idea that the uh, the fantasy that we're living in a democracy is just that. It's a fantasy. Yeah. Yeah. There, there are so – there is such a small swath of people calling the shots and, you know, just doing what they need to do to keep – us docile and prevent an armed revolt. <laughs> there are groups out there trying to get money out of politics, but I, I just don't see how it's possible when the people getting the money are making the rules now. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. I think it's amusing that the way that Russian oligarch like rolls off of the media's tongue. Like they, they oh, this guy was a Russian oligarch. And you never hear American oligarch. Yeah. Right. Got to keep that under wraps, even though it's 100% the case. Well, the, the American oligarchs actually own a lot of the media outlets. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah no. <laughs> And now they're trying to step all over the internet, so you can't get that news. Right. Oof. Yeah, it's so, bad, man. I, I'm, I'm curious if we can – is there any way we can recover from this? Yes. Are you sure? Or is it yeah. going to be death from a thousand cuts? No, we will, no, we recovered from the the dark ages. So okay, but that took a long time. <laughs> like, yeah, am I going to see not, this recovery? <laughs> I don't. I don't know if we're going to see it completely. All right. I think we probably will because I think the the backlash right now is because science and reason is advancing. I mean, as as bad as the news is in a lot of parts of the world, science and reasoning is advancing on a regular basis, and more people are atheist and more people are educated. On a shallow rise, it's not as steep as you want it to be, but it is on a shallow rise. People are coming out of the Dark Ages still. On, on, that, on that kind of note, though, I did see a Protestant on a really, really lo- big downturn. They've lost like 23% in the last five years, I think it was. It, wow. It was a, uh, yeah. Supposedly, uh, if it if the trend continues, there won't be any Protestants by like 2039. <laughs> wow. Well, I mean, uh, what what falls under Protestant? Is that just the the people that call themselves Protestant, or is that non-Catholic Christians? My understanding was it's non-Catholic Christians. Okay. Because, I mean, as loud as the evangelicals are, and as loud as some of the other religious groups are, including Muslims, they're not winning this by the numbers. So they're, they're, you know, they're just shouting louder. Yeah, we can hope. Yeah. I have hope. So (laughs) swinging back to the uh, gay confession, conversion therapy thing there is a california law that bans licensed therapists from working with uh children to change their sexual orientation from gay to straight uh so there's a complete ban on conversion therapy in california wait on for children or for everybody it specifically cites children if you're an adult you can do whatever you want so what is um uh, patty murray's for children or nationwide for anybody 
I switched off that, so I don't know. Sorry, this is, I'm reading. I, Go ahead. I believe that it's it's the same the same type of thing that it's specifically for children. Because again, if you're an adult and you want to go see a wacky shaman who's going to cure you cure you with blueberries, the, the government isn't going to stop you. You can mm. go see any crazy person you want. Sure. But a licensed therapist shouldn't be able to force children into that, or let parents force children into right. it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So the the California law was being challenged by three people, including a minister, Donald Welch. He said that it interferes with his right to practice his religious beliefs. Every time. Yeah. (laughs) So this was going to the Supreme Court. Oh, Oh, no. Here we go. (laughs) However, in this case, the Supreme Court chose not to accept it. So oh, thank goodness. It, so it goes back what? down to the appellate court, and the ruling stands that the California law stays in place. So, <laughs> when did what? they... Uh, this was yesterday. Oh, okay. Why <laughs> not take that one, but take the one about the playground? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like, exactly. <laughs> right. There has to be, uh, again, there doesn't have to be, but I have to tell myself there's something about the playground case that I don't know. There's information that is not being made available to me because it is so cut and dry in my mind. The Mercers own that school. <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah, I don't know. I agree. I don't know why that one made it in. Should this have? No. They they did the right thing. Yeah. Right. They said, no, that's not, a, that's not something that we need to address. The local courts have already addressed it. Move on. But right. Why? I, I, why the program I didn't? I I don't know. There is there is a wrongly curious part of me that that needs to hear. You said that there were three people in opposition, and he said it was preventing him from practicing his religion. Yeah. I want it. How you need to tell me how before I can even humor what you're saying. How does not torturing children prevent you from practicing whatever religion you are? Because they're not torturing children. They're trying desperately to help their mistaken children. Yeah. That's the answer. It's a great town to worship in. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> they're trying to save their babies. But it doesn't, I mean, again, it doesn't make sense why to accept one and not the other. Because specifically, when they turned it away, the Supreme Court said that they, they chose not to hear the appeal, saying that the law does not restrict what religious leaders can say. Mm-hmm. Uh, except in the context of a state-licensed therapy session. So if they're saying that your First and Fourteenth Amendment are being violated for this, how are they being violated in the other case? It seems like they just take them willy-nilly. It does! <laughs> this one sounds like fun. Let's do it. This one sounds stupid. I don't, I don't want this one. <laughs> I mean, they should take. They should only take cases where they think that the lower court um, made a mistake or missed a point of law. I mean, it's only to correct other people's mistakes. And then the ultimate deciders of um, other people's mistakes. So, for there must have been something in that case with the, you know, the playgrounds that they thought was incorrectly interpreted by law, with their own inherent religious bias included. Mm-hmm. So right I, again, and this one, even this one that didn't get heard, is again still stumping me because, like they said, it only is referring to licensed clinical therapists. There right. is nothing preventing these people from. Locking their kids up in whatever church basement they have yeah. and praying the gay out of them. <laughs> they can do that. That is that is them. They can save them however they think is appropriate. However, a licensed psychiatrist <laughs> cannot use conversion therapy. 
is all they're saying. Man, I just don't understand. <laughs> but again, I'm living in a world where no matter what sort of unlike certifiable hokum <laughs> you practice, you can call yourself a doctor. Mm. God. Mm. So god darn irresponsible. Bill Cosby <laughs> was a doctor. <laughs> Uh, um, whoever gave him that honorary degree is regretting it now, but uh, I think they took it away. <laughs> if they could only do that to doctors of Reiki. <laughs> Jeez, crackers. So I'm gonna I'm gonna move on just because I don't want to run out of time. Okay. In the Washington Post, there was an article entitled "Democrats Confident That They Can Block Trump's Agenda After the Spending Bill." So I did not. I was not aware of this. I hadn't really looked at the spending bill. Uh, so they they were able to the Congress passed. You know, got us through to what October first, I think it was. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. But apparently, Pelosi and Sh- and Schumer have come out and said that they secured five billion dollars in domestic spending, uh, basically by exploiting the disagreements between Trump and the other GOP lawmakers. They manipulated them. Why would you say that in, out loud? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> That's the first thing that I thought. Uh, but what Schumer said is, I think we have a strategy. It worked. Democrats and Republicans in the House and Senate were closer to one another than Republicans were to Donald Trump. So <laughs> they were able to actually work with the Republicans because nobody likes the president. <laughs> According well, to what I they're mean, saying. I mean, in the House and the Senate, that's the way it's supposed to work. They're supposed to work together and come to a consensus that nobody's super happy with, but everybody can live with. That's the whole point of the things like the filibuster. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it's designed to make people to work together and to come up with a with a reasonable compromise. If they're doing that, fantastic. And if it, it thwarts Trump, even better. Oh, but he's going to change the rules. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's floating around the um, idea of only needing 51% or something. According to him, the way that things get done in the in the Senate and the House of Representatives is archaic. It's <laughs> just archaic. Not like the Electoral College. That's not archaic. But the way they're doing things is archaic because it takes too goddamn long. And um, so he just wants universal power. So he's going to look into that as well, he said. Oh, my God. <laughs> Well, you know, this government, it just needs a shutdown till we can fix all this mess. Yeah, that too. Yeah. That's and the, the Democrats, who don't have a majority anywhere, are fucking everything up, apparently. Well, that's his go-to. Is the media or the Democrats. Yeah. yeah. I blame Obama. Well, everything is right. his fault. Michael Flynn's his fault. Uh, <laughs> that was bold. Syria's his fault. Civil War. Uh <laughs> <no>. <laughs> Well, the Civil War wasn't Obama's fault, It was, but it was the Democrats' fault. Yeah, absolutely. Right. Yeah, you can almost hear the little gears in his head. Well, we got rid of the filibuster for Supreme Court nominees. Hmm. Why don't we just get rid of the filibuster altogether? <laughs> I don't think they're – they can't be that stupid. Again, because he, he came in saying that, you know, the, the, the government needs to run like a business. No. No, it doesn't. <laughs> A business runs with a CEO. A CEO is in charge of everything. The government was specifically designed so that the the Senate is supposed to slow down the gears. The Senate is there to have everybody stop and look at what they're doing. That was the whole idea behind having this, the Senate there. You know, you have the Congress that comes up with uh, with ideas, and then it has to pass a Senate, and then it has to go past the executive officer in order to have it happen. I mean. Yeah, it's archaic in the sense that it was made a couple hundred years ago. <laughs> but Do you think anybody explained this to Donald Trump before he no, became no, president? No, that sounds, that sounds archaic to me. I think we should go with something <laughs> fresh and new, like a monarchy. 
<laughs> well, I mean, in all honesty, do you think he knew this no, coming into but, the job? Or did he just think that, oh, I decide shit and that's what's going to happen. It's going to yeah, be easy. On. That's what he thought. Absolutely. And then someone's like, no, no, you got to do this. He's like, I got to do what? With who? The Senate? <laughs> I'm not going to the Senate. Bust them all over here. <laughs> Yeah, he has I'll no just sign idea. executive orders, even though I bitched <laughs> about them for two years. <laughs> right. Yeah. And not only does he have no idea what's going on or any idea about history, but then he goes off and makes radical claims about it as though he does know about it. I mean, the whole Andrew Jackson thing, if you yeah. if people haven't heard, he basically said if Andrew Jackson was still president, the Civil War wouldn't have happened because he looked <laughs> around and saw what was going on and it made him angry. Yeah. He died. No, he specifically uh, says he saw what was going on with the Civil War. <laughs> with the Civil War, right. Yeah. yeah. Jackson died 16 years before the Civil War. So he Trump is asserting that this guy who has been dead for more than a decade was angry about what was going on. He, <laughs> In the future. Right. Right. Maybe he was oh, looking he, down from heaven. Well, he's, he's kind of backpedaled a little bit, or Spicer did, one of the two, and said, well, he saw it coming. You know, 16 years in advance, he saw the Civil War on its way. He did. He, obviously, he wasn't alive at the time, but you know, he saw it coming. Really, oh, long before Lincoln was even thinking about, yeah. <laughs> about running. Yeah. Slave owner Jackson. Yeah. Uh huh. Here we go. Yeah. <laughs> well, from what I hear, this this Andrew Jackson bit is something handed down from from uh, Steve Bannon. Mm. Oh, like sure. you know, Trump doesn't know shit about Andrew Jackson. <laughs> no. Other than he's on a fucking bill. All, all he knows is those goddamn liberals are trying to take him off the money. Well, yeah, I can just imagine Bannon sitting next to Trump telling him about Andrew Jackson and how cool mm-hmm. how cool Jackson was because Jackson had all these slaves. And if Jackson were still president, the, the Civil War wouldn't have happened. Well, probably so because nobody would have been fighting <laughs> in slavery. Yeah. We'd still have the slaves. That's why there would yeah. have been no Civil War. I don't think we would still have them, but it would have turned out Well, not today, but I mean, yeah. we would still have them for a longer, longer period of time, yeah. yeah. And it's just, oh, fucking ridiculous. Speaking <laughs> of Sean Spicer uh, and how he tried to walk – well, not this one. He walks back. Everything Trump says. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I just saw, and I haven't seen it yet. I'll probably check it out after the show. Did he just ab- abruptly run out of a, a press hearing without taking any questions? They don't know why. Really? Yeah. Like – Today. today? Huh. I did not see that. Did you just see that recently? Yes. Hmm. Nope, that's oh. new to me. I was hoping one of you knew, so. <laughs> Maybe his soul was trying to get back in. <laughs> I, I don't know what all is going on. I mean, if, if half the stories are true that I'm seeing, Trump is really having a hard time keeping people together, keeping them organized. So anytime that you have something like that, Spicer running out of the room. I want to know what's going on. Like I want yeah. to know because he he has it's like you know, the Star Wars thing. He's trying to tighten his fist, and more people slipping through his fingers. Yeah, I'm on this website right now. It says Spicer leaves White House hmm. briefing without taking questions. Huh. So yeah, uh, Budget Director spoke, Secretary John Kelly spoke, and then Spicer just left. Didn't say anything. <laughs> He's the press secretary. Maybe he was like, look, I don't feel like fielding 40 questions about fucking Andrew Jackson. (laughs) Or the the shutdown, quote shutdown, yeah. Or the claims about healthcare. Did you see the- Not my day. Did you see the Trump interview with the guy from CBS where he just was like, I'm done, get out of here. Yeah, Yeah. I saw that, that was crazy. (laughs) I think he sat down at the desk and started looking at random pieces of paper as the cameras chained on him. (laughs) Wow. He gave, yeah, well, he gave, he gave the uh, he gave the the reporter the old listen. Everybody's got opinions. I got mine. You got yours. You interpret <laughs> things however you want. <laughs> and I, I, he was like, "What?" 
Yeah. Didn't he say something too like I don't believe in anything or I don't stand for anything? I don't, said, I don't stand, stand, stand anything, for anything. Yeah. I don't stand by anything. Yeah. Well, I love the reporter's um, comeback to what Ian said. That his, his comeback was, "Well, you're the president of the United States. I want to know your opinion." That's when he just went and sat down. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling now, you, he is gonna quit. He, yeah. I mean, Jesus, he just said this week he, he hates this job. Yeah. Yep. He thought it would be easier. <laughs> He misses his old life. <laughs> uh, speaking of things being said, I have to bring this up because I laughed out loud when it happened, and apparently it's caused an incredible Twitter storm. Did you see Colbert from last night? <laughs> no. I did. <laughs> I haven't seen all 12 minutes. I just saw the controversial, like, two minutes. Sure. Yeah, well. I know I, nothing about this. <laughs> oh, my God. You have to find it. <laughs> so I have I have it up here. So Colbert goes off on him. So this interview that we're talking about, it's, it's with, I can't remember the reporter's name, but it's a Face the Nation guy. Mm. And Trump told him, I call it Deface the Nation. Like, to his face. To his face. <laughs> he said this. And so Colbert went, look, you maybe don't, you don't know who you're talking to, but this guy is a real reporter. He is a completely neutral he reports the news and colbert he's like this guy would never come back and tell you what he actually thinks to your face but i'm not this guy <laughs> and he goes on a rant about trump and the one thing that he get that, that everybody's going nuts on is the, the one thing that colbert said was the only thing to trump the only thing your mouth is good for is being vladimir putin's cock holster wow <laughs> <laughs> or to, uh, on, on cbs Vladimir Putin's beep beep. Right. <laughs> <There we go. laughs> uh it was incredible. I found it hilarious. And uh yeah, apparently Twitter there is now a hashtag fire Colbert, which is trending. Oh come on, really? Yeah. Yeah. But uh like I don't know, sixty percent of the people using it are shut up, take a joke. <laughs> <laughs> but they're okay with grab the pussies, but that they have a problem with. Right, right. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I love that some people are calling the uh, the Trumpsters little snowflakes. They got their feelings hurt. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I hear that a lot lately. <laughs> well, somebody equated it to Idiot Boy on Fox getting fired. It's like, no, no, no. He sexually harassed people. He didn't say words that offended somebody. Well, he did he that too. He sexually harassed people. <laughs> No, well, George well, Soros but... paid those women to make up stories. Oh, Come on, get your news. <laughs> That's why they gave 10 women millions and millions of dollars. Yeah, mm-hmm. that makes perfect sense. Shut up. Still waiting for my George Soros check. <laughs> <laughs> that was a particularly good Colbert show because Neil deGrasse Tyson, anytime he is on, it makes me happy. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so he was on, well, we'll say pimping his uh, latest book. Oh yeah, astrophysics for the peop- for people in a hurry. It sounds really interesting. It's a very he wrote it for the common day person to get a grasp on astrophysics. <laughs> so uh, that's that's something that I thought would be be an interesting uh, read. And if you listen to it on Audible dot com, it is only three hours and forty one minutes. Nice, just not too bad. So you can get a summation of astrophysics in by a very smooth and mellow man. <laughs> oh yeah, Neil puts me to sleep, man. I'll put He's that awesome. on. My eyes will get real heavy. <laughs> but uh you can you can get that if you go to audibletrial.com/profaneargument. You can sign up there and take a listen to that book. Or what was the other book you had? What what why does E equal MC squared and why we should care? What's by Brian Cox? 
the fantastic British Brian Cox. Yeah. Oh, he's the another actor? one. Oh, no. Oh. <laughs> a, I was so excited. I was like, I love that guy. <laughs> <laughs> he's a he's a physicist. He does um, television shows. He is the he's the ultimate British scientist. Used to be in a rock band, dude. He's awesome. <laughs> I'd fuck him. He's, he's still, good looking, still, dude. Uh, and I'm he's got another board, one with but, a voice that puts me to sleep. He has well, a, but a moment ago when you were telling me that the actor Brian Cox was also <laughs> a physicist, I was like, this is amazing! <laughs> it's not an uncommon name, Ian, sorry. Yeah. But I was a little bit disappointed because um, somebody else narrated that book. Uh, it, was by, it was narrated by Jeff Forshaw, who I didn't look up because I was disappointed. I don't care anymore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Brian Cox, I like listening to him, but yeah. I, don't, I don't. maybe Jeff Forshaw is great, too. I don't know. Mm. Uh, but speaking of Neil deGrasse Tyson, one of the last things I had was on CBS, There, he had an interview on CBS, what is it, Good Morning, I think is the show? Sunday Morning, that's what it is. They had an interview with uh, Neil deGrasse Tyson, and they cut out part of it. But uh, the reason everybody knows they cut it out is because they didn't cut it out of their web version. You can see it online. Uh, and the part that they cut out was where they asked if he believed in God. Now, this is another thing. Like, they didn't ask him if he believes in unicorns or the tooth fairy. But you gotta, you gotta ask if he believes in God, even though you know the answer. So, in any case, he gave one of his very good answers of, look, there's no, there's no evidence for it. I'm not even going to do it. Go listen to the thing. He says it a lot better than I would. <laughs> I mean, he, he, he never he's never come out and said he was an atheist. But from the words that he uses and the way that he uses them, you know that he is, but he's not going to say it because he knows it's controversial. Right. He has said that he doesn't like the word atheist because mm. there's no such thing as an a leprechaunist <laughs> or, uh, you know, any anything else that most people don't believe. So mm. why should he label himself as an atheist? Fair answer. Yeah. I mean, yeah, he's, he is, you know, he's a physicist. He's a scientist. I, sorry, astrophysicist. So it, for him, it's not a question that needs answering, really. Yeah. That's not the world that he lives in. Uh, finally, the last thing that I have is uh, you can register, if you would like, for there's a secular coalition of for America. They have a lobby day. If you would like to go to Washington, D.C. and speak with your uh, elected officials, you can sign up on uh, the Secular Coalition for America's webpage, and they will set up the meetings. You won't be alone either. Uh, you will be with uh, other people from your district or other people from, in any case, your state, your whoever you're you're wanting to see. So the, it's a lobby day. You go to Washington D.C. and you make sure that your elected officials hear your voice. And they train you, and they say in this article they'll train you, they'll inspire you, and they'll you'll realize how simple it is to make sure your voice is heard by members of Congress. It's one of those things that you know, I think we should do at some point. It just hasn't timed well for us. Hmm. But right. maybe this year. I would encourage good. everybody to go. Yeah. Any interest in going to D.C. for that? When? Yes. <laughs> uh, it is actually June 15th this year. A strong maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how things are going to line up. Uh, I'm assuming that's a weekend, but I don't know that for sure. Yeah, I'll have to look more into my travel availability. But I was wrong. You know, that is a Thursday. Oh! Mm. Uh, gone from like 51% to 49%, but it's still a strong maybe. <laughs> Good news is that the hotels will be cheaper. <laughs> <laughs> I suppose if with, with an event going on, it's less likely, but... That's probably not an event that pulls huge numbers, so... Yeah, it's going to really pull atheist activists, so secular activists. Yeah. Well, there's a lot of us, and the, we're getting better organized and more organized. I can't imagine we would fill every hotel in downtown 
Washington, D.C., so. Yeah, I wouldn't think so. We were able to get a hotel for the recent rally, so. Ooh, that was a lot, it though. Was, that was it expensive. wasn't cheap. But, uh, <laughs> All right, less likely. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was, that was a big... That was a big rally. There were a lot of people in town, so. All right. Does anybody have anything else? Not I. Nothing relevant, thank you. Nope. In that case, I think we're going to wrap up for this week. If anybody has any questions or comments, please leave it on our website, or you can email us, godless at profaneargument.com. Also, if you'd enjoyed the podcast, there are several ways that you can support it. In addition to joining Audible, you can leave reviews on uh, wherever you listen to the podcast. You can share it on social media. Or you can support it directly by picking up a Profane Argument t-shirt on the homepage, profaneargument.com. Finally, I'd like to encourage people to check out other podcasts on the soon-to-be-named network, soon-to-be-namednetwork.com, or uh, also on Tumblr. You can uh, check out all the different podcasts there, a lot of different entertaining shows. And uh, yeah, I think that's it. I want to thank everybody for listening, and until next time, I'm Ray. I'm Karen. I'm Jared. This is Ian. Thank you, good night, and may your God go with you.